Ruben, how would you describe the atmosphere at that meeting, please? Kia ora, Lisa. Look, I would describe it as a um, classic town hall meeting in the truest of Littleton styles. There was more than 100 people in attendance. There was standing room only. Um, and thankfully, there was a really, really good facilitator in Chris Neely who I think uh, I challenge anyone to say that there was anyone there who didn't have the opportunity to voice their concern or share their opinion. But Ruben, is it a community divided? Look, there's lots of strong opinions in the room, but there's actually very little disagreement. I think that overall, the community seems to be on the same page on this issue. So when you say on the same page, do they think cruise ships are good or bad? Look, that's a really simple question, and I think there's kind of three parts to that, right? So cruise ships returning to Littleton, let's just start by saying we've got a, we've got a saying in Littleton, it's a working port, and I think there was pretty much a consensus last night that currently, the way cruise ships are running, it's not working. So the three concerns there really, the first is, um, and this was particularly well expressed by some of the younger members in attendance, the environmental impact. So that's really around cruise as a mode of travel and the considerations of the carbon footprint of that and whether that's something people think has a future. The second was really on business, the impacts on business, turnovers potentially being down for some businesses, regulars staying away, that's regulars who live in Port and, and regulars who... Are there any hard stats on that, Ruben? Are there any hard stats? Because obviously um, the flip side of the coin is the industry would say that the people on board those ships spend money even if they're not spending it at the local shops. Yeah, and, and there, are, there are some stats on that and they're they're pretty underwhelming as far as the average spend when you bring really big ships in. So, for example, if you're bringing a, you know, we've got some of these cruise ships come in with close to 5,000 passengers. Um, that's, that, that, that's coming into a port that has a regular population of less than 3,000. Um, the per passenger spend of those really big ships is significantly less than the per passenger spend of the of the smaller cruise ships that previously visited. So, have you got a number just as a comparison? Look, there were lots of numbers thrown around right. at the meeting last night. No one wanted to commit to them, but but there was numbers as low as nine dollars per person bandied around. Okay, so what is the issue with the buses as well? Because people are annoyed by this too. Yeah, so and and, and I can fully appreciate why. So this is really the impacts on the community and on 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 the day to day operation of what is essentially you know a small port town. So this is um, children, students, people who catch the bus to work. They're needing to wait um, much longer because the buses are overloaded with passengers who are travelling in um, from the uh, from the cruise ships. And that's not necessarily those cruise ship passengers' fault, but the bus that they're offered by the cruise company costs 35 to 50 bucks. The local Don't you bus want them to take public transport, Reuben? Because at the start of this conversation, you said people are concerned about the environmental effects of cruise travel, while taking public transport is kind of helpful, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely it is. And, 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 and you possibly, like me, when we travel overseas, when we're lucky enough to, um, love the opportunity to use public transport and 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 um, you know save a little bit of money, but also have an experience that's a bit more authentic. However, if that's at the expense of of you know kids being able to get to school or students being able to get to uni or people being able to get to work and back, then we've got to look at how we provision 
those resources so that they can serve visitors, but also the community who are ultimately paying for them. So have the cruise companies, when they put on a bus, because I understand that that has happened in the past, but are they stinging passengers? Yeah, that's 35 to 50 bucks for, for a bus trip that's under $3 if you take the public bus. So what is the answer to that? Do, does the public bus service need to say, OK, while there's cruise ships in port today, we're going to bolster the fleet from Littleton by an extra bus on these times? Yeah, and there's, there, there's been a bit of that, but there are still some issues because often it, cruise ships arrive or don't arrive at very short notice. I mean, some of the solutions and some of the positive steps are that, that there will be direct bus services that that will leave from the port side. So from um, passengers will be able to walk off a, off a cruise ship, get on a bus and go to town, and that takes them out of the congestion loop that they've been creating in the Wellington town. The thing is... Sorry, sorry. Some- Littleton. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, some of these are big issues, right, that can't be solved in a few minutes, but some of them seem pretty simple, so why can't, why can't you know, authorities in, in the town get it together? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I believe, and I think everybody in the room believes, that we absolutely can. And there's, and there's you know, there's a few steps, and we can do more than one thing at a time. So, so the businesses, I think, feel like they need better advocacy and better support. Um, there's, there's a sense that there isn't, an, you know, there isn't their voice isn't being elevated to the right places currently to address their concerns. And so, I think there's a movement within those businesses to start start some organisation to get that message out there to to the right levels of local government. Okay, so you've got until November, right? Is it going to be um, solved and more amicable by then? Yeah, I think the, the immediate impacts and disruption can be solved, but I think there's also a concern in the community that what, what nobody wants or a lot of people don't want the solving of those immediate disruption issues to look like the solution because the unanswered question here is what, what is the future of cruise as a mode of tourism in New Zealand and how do people get their voice heard if they want to see that regulated, reduced, or even just more closely monitored so that so that it can be measured and so that, um, you know, those impacts are, are recognised and addressed.